0: Can you guys hear my cat crying outside the door? No. Okay, Can you hear my dog snoring? No.
1: <laughs> it's good. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, a twice-weekly show dedicated to the podcast TBTL. On Mondays, we recap the episodes with snarky remarks and stolen jokes. However, this is the show where we celebrate each other's strengths by talking to 10s, and their experiences and play their favorite episodes. I'm Christy, and because no one should ever podcast alone, I'm joined joined by my favorite math nerd, Meredith. Hello, Meredith.
0: Hi, Christy. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you?
1: Good. Good. A little nervous. Way to host. Time. You're doing great. <laughs> um, I'm really excited about today's episode because it's a first in LRB history. It's Ladies Night. And tonight we're joined by book nerd and hater of pumpkin, Treasure. Hello, Treasure. <laughs> Hello.
2: <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm excited about Ladies Night.
1: I know. What a night. <laughs> and you're, you've are you already hit the <laughs> booze juice, right? I have.
2: Yeah, I had my <laughs> shot of Jameson in my little red wagon shot glass right before. So
1: I can't drink on recording days because I would just fall asleep in the middle. Yeah. You guys would just hear snoring. So.
0: I can have like one glass of wine. If I have more than that, then it would be bad news, but one's fine.
1: That's a different kind of show.
3: Yep. We'll try that sometime. <laughs>
0: yeah, we should. It'd be like when this, the Seahawks won the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's get this out of the way. Treasure, what's with yeah. your name?
2: God, I've been asked that my whole life and I've yet to come up with a really good story. So I'll just tell the truth, which is kind of lame. Uh, I have an older sister and she literally has all of the female family names, like my grandma's, my mom, all of them. (laughs) And then they were thought I was a boy because it was like the early eighties and they didn't like do all that ultrasound stuff much yet. And then I wasn't a boy and they were like, well, what are we going to name her? And my mom was like, I babysat this girl named treasure. That's a cute name. Let's name her that. And like, that's the story. Like it's not, like, <laughs> she I, just she liked it. Her. That's a good yeah. Enough answer. Yeah. 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 I mean, but like also like, so my middle name is joy. So my one thing is like, first of all, it's a lot to live up to treasure joy. Like that's yes. a lot pressure. Um, but it's also, you cannot yell that name in anger. So I feel like I've got that on my side. Like, <laughs> you can't be mad and yell that, right? Like, do you have any
1: interesting nicknames?
2: Um, So growing up, I was called Tessie a lot. Um, and my hmm. grandparents still call me that. Um, Trej, which is not that exciting. And then briefly in college, T-Dog.
1: Oh, I T-dog. like it. Yeah.
2: yeah that's your yeah. street name. Yeah, that's, yeah. The mean streets of Holland, Michigan in college. That's right. (laughs) I can attest to that. There's some, you know, some Dutch frat boys. Yeah. You got to watch for that.
1: (laughs) You guys kind of grew up together and you were talking about that a little bit before we recorded. Um, How far away exactly were these towns? Like 30 Uh, minutes probably. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Holland is closer to Lake Michigan. It's like right on the shore and Grand Rapids is maybe, yeah,
2: 30, 45 minutes.
1: I'm imagining you holding up your hands. I'm just saying. I actually exactly just kind <laughs> of.
2: I just yes. kind of did that towards my computer out of so, habit. So
0: yeah, Holland is closer to the pinky. I'm a little more closer to like the middle, but not okay. too much.
1: Okay, interesting. And then treasure. Yes. What's interesting is that we have a friend in common. Yes, that uh, is really weird. And yes. I think she collects people with weird names because right. there's you and Shady, which yes. is actually a name. Yes. <laughs>
2: And I know Shady, too, because I, yeah. Um, so we are all book
1: nerds together. Right.
2: Um, I actually just saw Mahina on Saturday because I took her a meal and met her new baby.
1: Yes. Yes. So, He's and so I cute. asked
2: her while I was there, I'm like, how do you know Christy? And it was fun. So, but I think <laughs>
1: you, how know, do you know her.
2: I know her from the library. So, I was a librarian okay. with Seattle Public Library. Um So that is. And so we worked together. I started shortly before she did. And then we both got laid off from the library. That's a story Um, at the same time. um, And she took the alternative. And I'm using that term loosely um, that they offered. And I declined it and decided to stay home and have babies instead. Okay. so there you go.
1: Interesting. She, I've drug her to many TBTL events unwillingly. Yeah. Uh, we
2: once attempted to go to one together and I got the day wrong. And like we showed up at, um, <laughs> it was one of the book clubs at the coffee shop that's on in Greenwood. Um, okay. And like we got there the wrong night. So I felt really Neptune
1: dumb. Neptune coffee, right? Yes.
2: At Neptune. Cause I used okay. to live right near there. And yeah. So I felt really dumb that there used to be a few other librarians in at the Seattle Public Library, and we were all, like, I'd see them in a TBTL shirt, but, like, we never talked about it to each other. Like, okay. like it's the 10 code, yeah. right? Like, we all know, like, we're just not going to talk about it. And I sort of know John Takamato, like, indirectly, but not really,
1: mm-hmm.
2: because he's also the library. Okay. So,
1: yeah. Yes. Okay. So are you ready for your guest interview?
2: Yes. I have two pages of notes. I'm ready to go. Not that I'm (laughs) that interesting. I'm just that nervous.
1: (laughs) Okay. So what was the first episode that you listened to?
2: I don't know the exact first episode because I went back and listened to the previous ones and they all kind of blurred together, but I can tell you how I learned about TBTL. Um, There was an article in Seattle Magazine about Luke coming back to Seattle and starting this radio show on Cairo. That's where that stupid, confusing picture of him on the roof interviewing the pig, that picture is from that article. And I was
4: like, what in the hell
2: is this? And so that's how I learned about it. And I started listening and like a normal 10 became obsessed and then like listened to the back episodes. So I know that the article was in June of 2008, but I can't find it anywhere online. I went through the library online archives last night, trying to find the article and it won't (laughs) pop up.
1: Oh, interesting. If you find that, send that to me.
2: Maybe John Takamoto can do it, right? He's still there.
0: Yes.
1: There's nothing he
0: can't do. Yeah.
1: Whoever's the biggest book monkey will have that to us first. Yeah. We have a lot of library and listeners, right?
2: And I feel a little like I've been out of the loop a little while, so maybe I just didn't do a good right job finding it.
1: Your so. googling skills are right. Slacking. Yes. All right. So then, which episode turned you into a ten?
2: Um. So initially, I was just like an occasional listener. Um. I, at the time, I was working at a library fairly south of my house, and so um, if I got off at um eight, then I would be able to actually catch it on the radio. So, which was really fun. And I feel like kind of a special thing to hear it like live with the commercial breaks and all the other things that kind of happened when it was on Cairo. Um, But then I would try to like keep up with it online on the ones I would miss, but like it was three hours. It was, and it was three hours (laughs) a day. So like that's 15 hours of podcast to keep up with a week. Like that was in, that was before I had kids and that was still like way too much. So I tried, I would like do the dishes. I would putter. I do all that stuff, but I just couldn't yeah. keep up with it. Um, I tried, but the day I can tell you actually the date I became what I would, I think from like a casual listener, 10 into like a 10 with a capital T. Um, it was actually on September 14th of 2009. Um, so first of all, trigger warning to Mike, cause I went to talk about cancer for a second. um, I was actually driving home from the hospital in one of the hospitals in downtown Seattle uh, without my husband. He had just had cancer surgery that day. We'd only been married about three years at the time and I was driving home and I didn't know that TBTL had been canceled like three days before then because I'd been out of, you know, kind of behind listening to the show and I was kind of busy with like, you know, husband's cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So kind of distracted. And so I'm like driving home. It's a Monday and I just think, oh, it's perfect. TBTL should be on. I I need to listen to this right now. Cause like, I'm a rat. He's at the hospital. He can't talk. He's pale. It's really scary. Like I didn't just leave him alone. Like his mom was with him, but like they sent me home to like Mm -hmm. take care of the dog and try to get some sleep. And I turn it on and it's gone. Like whatever (gasps) shitty show replaced it. And I burst into tears. I'm like driving down I-5. How I didn't, I didn't get in a wreck is amazing. And I just sobbed my whole way home. Cause I was like, my husband could be dying. And now this thing that's sort of been keeping me together is gone. And I was a disaster. Like I remember like laying on our couch with our dog and bawling. And then I like pulled my shit together and like went online, figured out the story, listened to the episode, figured out what was going on. And then like started the podcast. But I feel like from that moment forward, like that was it. Like, I listened to it every day and that was just a part of my day from that day forward. So
3: yeah, you didn't the realize best it was 10 story. Ever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's...
1: <laughs> you didn't realize that it was your comfort. And then when it, it was, was gone, it was,
2: yeah, yeah, it was the thing which that kind of proceeds into like your later question about obviously that's why it matters, right? Like it's mm-hmm. the constant, no matter what else is happening in my life, Luke and Andrew or Jen and Sean, whoever it is, they don't know what's happening in my life. But I get to know like the pointless ins and outs of what's happening in their life, whether it's big to them, small, whatever. And it was just, it's such a nice distraction.
1: So have you ever told any, told them that story? Um, Not that
2: exact story. I've, I've emailed, I know I emailed Luke or maybe probably, I think I probably emailed both Luke and Andrew and most likely Andrew probably replied. Um, (laughs) though I, I've got it saved somewhere. Maybe Luke actually did like during one of my pregnancies when I was like super high on hormones and like just crying (laughs) all the time. I think, I think I sent him a very emotional email about it. Um, I don't know if I told it exactly that way because it never came out quite as well. Um, And I've would to, like, pause in my email to, like, throw up and then come back and try again. But, um, (laughs) yeah. But... uh, In
1: Pregnancy Brain, you'd forget what you were writing. Right, and I was like, what? (laughs) Who? What? Yeah.
2: Um, So I don't know know if I've ever actually really told him until now in case they decide to secretly listen to LRB. I don't
0: think they listen.
2: No,
1: I don't think they do. Mike thinks they do. Mike and Bobby think they do. Yeah.
2: Well, those are two conspiracy theorists, so
1: yeah. Right. <laughs> they also just hope their <laughs> right. egos yeah. won't let them. <laughs> right. Okay. So have have you ever um, been to any events besides the one that you went to a day early or later? <laughs> <laughs> a day late. Okay.
2: Um, I did go to one. It's the miniature Tigers one they had at the Azteca. May it rest in peace. You did? Um, it was like in 2009, which Oh yeah. I one. know
1: this because Mahina yes. and I went together.
2: Yes, and That's I was there so and I never saw Mahina, which is weird. Um and That's really I, I drug Andy with me because this again, now we're gonna circle back to sadness. It was the week we were waiting to find out if if all of Andy's tests were gonna come back with cancer. We sort of knew at that point it was because like they kept sending him back for more and more tests and like that you you kinda usually know at that point, right? We hadn't told our family. We didn't want to worry anyone, like, which that is bad. I do not advise that. So literally no. nobody knew until Andy and I knew for sure that he had cancer. Then we like told everybody. So it wasn't even like we think he does. We just like called us all and we're like, boom, like, don't do that, you guys. That's bad. Do not <laughs> just throw that at a bunch of people. No. Um, so we were trying to basically distract ourselves. And so I'm like, we're going to this event. And it was actually kind of awful. We didn't talk to anybody. Like, we were so, like, out of our comfort zones. We didn't know anyone there. And then we were just so not ourselves that week. We were just like freaked right. out. Um, I did talk to Jen briefly to get like a shirt and they were all out of normal size shirts. And she was really apologetic and all she had was an extra large. And she was like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's fine. And it actually ended up being awesome because that I still have it. It's like, it's awful looking now, but that is the shirt I wore all the way through both my pregnancies. Cause it was like the only one that would fit when I was gigantic. <laughs> and then it's, which the shirt one is that? it's, um, what's the one it has, I know a baseball logo on it. It just pretty much says TBTL on it. I'm trying to like, I wear it. So I don't really see it. I'm oh, trying yeah. to think. Yeah. I can send you a picture of it later if you guys want to post it, but it looks I awful. It like looks there's the- holes in the armpits. Like it's awful looking. Oh. <laughs> it's super sad. It's, I
1: think it was the first Mariners one. Probably.
2: Yeah. Cause it's got yeah. like, there was nothing remotely baseball about this, but it has an MLB thing on it. So that's okay. probably what it is. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm looking at see That's, if I missed anything. Like,
1: uh, the funny part about that is I think that was the first event I drugged Mahina to. Funny. And um, I had to get her really drunk. Right. And she ended up being one of the photos that Jason took and was on the um, TBTL page as the 10s. <laughs> That's
2: <laughs> that <very> awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then actually during that time that I think Mahina was kind of like, Kind of a ten and a half, maybe. Um we went to Sean's trivia night. Remember he did that in Ballard for a while. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I went with I drug Andy, poor Andy, and Mahina mm-hmm. and she drugged Todd, and so the four of us went and um did that together. But like I think we sort of chatted with Sean. He had a beard and he was kind of full Sean at that point. So
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what that means. Yes. Um and um so have you ever had anything read on the show or, I mean, I guess you said you only sent that one.
2: Yeah. Um, I've never had anything read on the show, but this is totally dumb, but I had my, um, last year when they were reading the name, the TPTL Thon thank yous. Uh, they read my name and I was at this point, like, in the middle of my second pregnancy and laying in bed like wishing I was dead and miserable. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening because that's why I would just lay in bed and like listen to podcasts all day. And which sounds romantic and lovely and it's not, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and so I would just like wait for the new TBTL to pop up like every day, and I would like relisten to old ones. And the one I'd always re-listen to, Christy, is the um the TV show theme songs one that was one of my that's favorites one, so always to always re-listen to. Um, and then they like, I'm like half asleep and probably from one of the awful drugs they had me on. And they say my name is the thank you. And like, I jerked awake and like sat up in bed really suddenly. So I'm sure I scared my poor fetus half to death, but, um, <laughs> and they said my name and they were so excited because it'd been after this long string of the names they had to do like three takes on because they just couldn't figure (laughs) out how to say them. And they were like, thank you. Like it's straightforward. Like, thank you. So they're that was kind of my little moment. And I will say, I like frantically texted Mihina like a 2nd like, Oh my God. Cause she's who else can you tell? Right. Like, right. My husband was like, good for you. Like, no, I don't care. Um, He
1: was more like, wait, you're, you gave them money. How right. Much? Yeah. What? Yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> How
1: much did that cost me?
2: Right. Yeah. Um, and then I had a some stuff on the Stens page. Like uh, Lynn was so awesome and helped me track down that Entertainment Tonight music that Luke uses. Oh yay! <laughs> I got. I had that song stuck in my head uh, after my second baby was born because like you're just kind of up all the time and I would get songs stuck in my head and I just sung that song for like a month straight in my <laughs> head and I was like, I need to find this so that I can like turn it off. Right, right. And then after my first baby, the song I had in my head was uh, when Jen and Sean wouldn't stop singing the perfect strangers theme song. Like I would sing, so like I would get these songs in my head and they're exclusive to like right after having a baby with me for some reason. So Lynn, as always, was awesome and helped me track down. And then I would just like obsessively play it for my husband, poor guy. Um, and then I had this is just a never ending litany of my medical problems. I'm so sorry. I'm like an old person. Um, I had, I got really bad um, gestational diabetes with my second child and um, it lingered scarily for quite a long time afterwards. And I was complaining about it. And I went to the Stens page to thank Luke, even though I think by then he wasn't on Facebook um, because I was like at the mall with like a brand new baby and I'm miserable and I'm hungry. And the only thing I could eat was one of those, um, bowls from Chipotle, right? Cause that's when he was on one of his many diets and he was mm-hmm. slow carbing it or low carbing it yeah. or no carbing it. I don't know, right. <laughs> but he had just recently explained what he did there. And so I was all excited. And so I'd posted on the Stens page, like, thanks. And then all so sweet. All these other tens who have diabetes were like sending me ideas and like support. And it was, it was back when the Stens page was awesome. Right. But it was really nice. So, um, so that's a really long answer to know. I've never had anything read on the show, but I feel like I've had a lot of, um, other fun little interactions with people here or there. And I have one other story and then I swear I'll shut up and you can continue. But, um, so in July, I step out of my house, uh, with my husband because we have this wonderful thing called a babysitter, um, to go and have dinner at a place where there aren't children. It was amazing. And we're walking out our door, and I turn around to talk to him, and I turn around and I ran, literally ran into Luke, like outside my house.
1: It was the most. I remember weird. when he told this story.
2: Yeah, it was but weird. He told it
1: on the air. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So that—that's me. So there you go. It was weird, and like I, yeah, I was did too you nervous say to-, to him. Well, I didn't say anything, which is the dorkiest part. Cause like, and even my husband was <laughs> 11 enough to know to say, are you going to say like two bros, brown it up or you can't ride my little red wagon, something like he even knows my I went like practice to say, and like I chickened out. And he also had like his earbuds in and I didn't want to like, he was in his like zone and I didn't want to interrupt what he was doing. So, and also I was so stunned. Like it took me like half, a block before i realized it was him like he kept walking
1: it's funny because no i'm i just yeah and then it's like one of those things do you want to be like hey luke and he's in his run and like right he's all sweaty and stuff like right. do you like, want to stop him
2: yeah like i knew what he was, was saying so i live just yeah i live just above green lake and so mm-hmm. i knew he was walking down the hill creepily past my house to like, clearly he was headed to like a walk around Green Lake. Like you don't walk South or East past my house <laughs> with earbuds in and like, unless you're walking to around Green Lake, like it's, that's kind of what you do. So I knew that's what he was doing. And I just was, yeah. So then I like kicked myself for forever for not, but like, then I was like, I don't know what I was supposed to say. Like,
1: Hi, I like, your show.
2: <laughs> like, I don't, you know, so, and we were all sober. It just wasn't really a good moment, you know?
1: Right. Well, you know, there's the international 10 sign, right? Do you remember that? Yeah.
2: And I, and I also like, but then I couldn't like remember how to do it. Like I got, like I obviously would not do well if I ran into like a real like A-list celebrity. Like I wouldn't know what <laughs> to do because I was just like, yeah, it was kind of a disaster.
1: So will you be going to the 2000 show?
2: I can't, I really, really want to, <sighs> um, but we have to do we are doing Thanksgiving with my side of the family down in Oregon, and we'll be doing like family pictures or something that I don't probably want to be doing, but we'll be doing. So,
1: Yeah. It's a terrible week for it.
2: I, I've never made it to any of the fun. Yeah, I know. I've never done been to any of the really fun shows. I really wish I could go.
1: Next time then. That- yes.
2: The next 2000th show, I'll go for sure. <laughs>
1: okay. So um, I get you kind of answered it. Do you have more to Answer of why TBTL matters to you?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, as my husband, and I like to say, we took that in sickness part of our marriage vows like really mm-hmm. seriously. Um, it's there's it's been a lot of yuck. Yeah, like I had two really awful pregnancies. Um, he had cancer. I mean, he's fine now, but like it's still like something we have to keep an eye on. There's just a lot going on, and despite all of that, like they were yeah, they were just always there. Um, there was a moment when I thought that. My husband might be dying. You know, there's times I, when I was pregnant and throwing up so much, I wished I was dead. Like I've been coming out of anesthesia in the hospital and told Andy, like, you need to put on TBTL. Cause it's the only thing that's going to keep me from like doing like the post anesthesia panic. Like, no, they're just, it's there. Cause like his voice is familiar. They're, usually they're talking about like mundane shit. Sorry, Aiden. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just reassuring and comforting. And I know they've said they feel kind of insulted that people fall asleep listening to them, but I do because it's just a voice I'm used to hearing at this point, so
1: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah that that's why they matter
1: and this has nothing to do with your life with t b t l but okay. why do you hate pumpkin
2: uh, good question uh I don't hate pumpkin. I hate the obsession we have with pumpkin spice. And I say we as like a nation. Okay. Um, and I've hated it for a long time. And I've like posted about it on Facebook for like three years. i like, there's a backlash now. And I'd like to point out, I mean, I live near enough Ballard that you I can were pull, the first. Yeah. I can pull hipster for a second and say, I hated pumpkin spice before it was cool to hate it. Um, but I really did. Like, I also think the lattes are gross. Um, I like, like, I love apple pie. I love fall, all that stuff. I'm fine with that. Um, I'm not really into Ugg boots and leggings, but whatever. Mm -hmm. It's the obsession why it's the only ingredient that is in everything suddenly in the fall. Like we don't do this with peppermint for Christmas. We don't do this with like Cadbury cream eggs for Easter, which I would totally be (laughs) on board with, by the way, like, but like, tell me it's like everything, body lotion and candles. And like, it's like Trader Joe's just becomes one giant pumpkin spice grocery store. Like, I don't stay out of my tortilla chips, stay out of my yogurt. <laughs> nice. It's just um, too much, and everyone's all excited about it. like no, like you can get pumpkin flavoring like actual pumpkins or the spices like year round. Why are we all so excited about it right now? I just don't
1: get it. Well, and it doesn't actually taste like pumpkin. pumpkin tastes good. the what they've created is yeah. disgusting oh yeah. ladies
0: you know i was very curious about this about a month ago and i made myself a latte i have an espresso machine at home i put pumpkin puree in it it was disgusting of course i mean it had like <laughs> cinnamon and whatever right but the pumpkin just totally ruined pumpkin is not a drink ingredient
2: no and no, i've a had soup a right. pie, yes, yes. Pie, Good. yes. Go yes. for it. But coffee,
0: right. no. It ruined. I, it was a waste of espresso. I'm so disappointed Ugh. in myself.
2: I had a friend argue with me, and by argue, like whatever, it was Facebook about like. Well, they're not saying it's a pumpkin latte. They're saying it's the pumpkin spices, and I'm like, why don't they call it autumnal mm-hmm. spice latte, apple spice latte, what it really is, which is nutmeg, allspice, and cinnamon latte. Like, I just don't know why we have to make it all pumpkinine Is it because
0: of pumpkin pie? I mean, I assume that's I don't why. Know. But it know. doesn't
1: taste like pumpkin pie either. No, it doesn't. No, it tastes it doesn't. like
0: garbage.
2: It does. Sugar. So that, that's, that's my issue. And now it's just become this like joke of like everyone trying to find the grossest, weirdest thing and sending it to me, which I thoroughly enjoy. <laughs> so
1: yeah. Oh, yep. Meredith, you need to check out her Facebook. People just post things on her wall. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. There's a lot I of pumpkin so.
2: spice there in September and October. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will. All right. Do you want to set up the clip?
0: Yeah. Okay, okay. So the clip that Treasure chose is called Meet the Cates. And this was a new episode for me. I hadn't heard this before. It first aired, you know, actually, I don't know when it first aired. Um, 2009? I think, but isn't that a best of episode? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it was, or I don't know. Anyway. So if you want to go back and listen, it's April 24, 2009. And what happened is that Jen had been corresponding with several listeners named Kate, and they had all started to like meld together in her mind as like one giant Kate who is the same, like in every way. <laughs> <laughs> so she brought them all together, several of them on the show to like kind of interrogate them and so she could tell them apart and then they, they kind of play a fun game and, and they learn a lot about each other. So. I don't want to spoil anything else, um, so let's go ahead and roll that tape.
5: So, uh, Jen, this was a se- this segment was kind of um, uh, your idea, and it, it grew out of the fact that you have a very uh, close relationship with most of the listeners to the show, which is really sweet, also kind of depressing that we can do that as a radio show. <laughs> it means that we do have literally tens of listeners. <laughs> and in your close correspondence with um, the various folks, you notice that there was... Uh, a lot of um, of women that were named Kate that you were interacting with and that you were kind of blending them together in your mind. Yes. And, and uh, so then how did it go from that to uh, the fact that there's um, flavored bacon sitting right in front of me?
6: <laughs> well.
5: Uh, yeah, you're missing out, L.A. Kate, believe me.
6: We'll find out what her um, snack is. She also awesome. has a snack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically what happened is I started realizing that I was interacting with um, the Kates, as if they were one person. Mm-hmm. I, I was no longer able to distinguish which Kate was which, like which one had sent me a certain email or which one was going through a certain thing in their life or which one came to the Deep Fat fryer night. Like, they all became one Kate in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, I wonder if they're all kind of the same. Like, I wonder if I need to distinguish them.
5: Right. Maybe they can just be all It would be, be one easier thing. if you could treat them, as I said at the beginning of the show, like a Super Kate or a Voltron of Kates. <laughs> right. Our Canadians. I'd be right. part of the Kate unit. <laughs> so what it's I good. so
6: what I thought was I would like to give them a, an opportunity to distinguish themselves and to help me treat them as individuals yeah. or prove my original theory that I can just go on treating them as one big Kate.
5: Yeah, it is. It is an interesting question. Um, in in that like when you have the same name as somebody else, how much does that actually? Like, how much does your name affect? The way people talk to you, the kinds of friends that you make, the sort of the way you go through life—it would seem like it couldn't have that huge of an effect. But I don't know if the, the survey. Well, they all
6: live in adjoining neighborhoods, for mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've got a
7: crazy Kate story. This all right. Be a Seattle Kate story.
5: All right, L.A. Kate. I
7: was getting emails from a Kate, from a friend of a Kate in Seattle who had the same last name as me. Her friend was mistakenly emailing me. And I finally emailed her back and said, "Hun, I think you've got the wrong person, and now I have a friend in Seattle because she has a friend
6: named Kate in Seattle with the same last name
5: Wait so so the person who was emailing you was a different oh, I see they were trying to reach a different Kate and then
6: it was just fine, like she could just be friends with this kate yeah, now we're now we're Facebook friends.
5: Is there a secret sort of Kate handshake? There ought to be, yeah, well, maybe the, tonight can I'll be the night that we that. that we develop it. It's a very it's a very popular name, and um, I, I don't know if this is in the survey or not, Jennifer. But I guess I wonder how much Catholicism plays a role.
6: Or Shakespeare, I mean, Taming of the Shrew. I'm it's Catholic. Very famous. I'm case. just thinking,
5: like, I have an aunt Kathleen, you know, Aunt Kathy, who could have been a Kate. Are you guys any of you guys Catholic or you know Catholic I'm a parents?
8: Catherine. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Catholic a... Catherine.
5: You're in L.A. Kate is a Catholic, Catholic Catherine. How about you, Kate in um, Fremont? My, my mom Finney.
8: and my aunt were terrorized by nuns. So okay, this, yeah, so they were definitely. They went to School. So
5: you're you're a Catherine. Back. Okay, got it. Uh, how about you, Middle Kate, Redhead Kate?
6: No, I'm and well, Catherine. Catherine
4: oh. is mine. Yeah. Okay,
5: yeah. and then uh, Bacon Kate. Yeah, I know you didn't want that to be I your handle. Really? But no, like, no, no, no. Actually, I have friends that call me
4: Kate Bacon. You so bring <laughs> you bring
5: Bacon to the party, and you become Bacon Kate. Okay, I'm a so,
4: non-Catholic Catherine.
5: Okay. Okay. So. Um. All right. So, so. Jennifer, you've yeah.
6: Well, I thought we, the first thing that happened was I asked each Kate to bring a snack, and it could be a beverage. And uh, my theory was that they would all bring hummus and naan from Trader Joe's. Mm. I believed that would be what all Kates would bring. When what asked do you to ba- bring. What do
5: you base? What what sort of Kate <laughs> knowledge or previous experience is that based on?
6: Uh, basically, that the- because this
5: isn't a joke here, Jennifer. This thing we're doing—it's not just like. Some kind of a farce. We're trying to do some real scientific research here.
6: Oh, I'm going to answer you very scientifically. I believe that most Cates are between the ages of 20 and 40.
5: In the world. Yes. (laughs) Okay.
6: I believe that they live in in the city, not in the suburbs, and not rural. Mm -hmm. I believe that they shop at Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and PCC. (laughs)
4: Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> PCC. But You're yeah.
5: getting a lot of um, approving nods. This is
6: from PCC, whole Foods, so. Right here. <laughs>
5: How about you, L.A. Kate? Do you live in um, L.A. L.A. What part of town do you live in down there?
6: I live in West Hollywood, and I walked to Trader Joe's this afternoon. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. Okay, so that was the first thing. So I thought we could each go through and say, have each Kate say what they chose to bring.
5: All right. Let's start with Kate in Wallingford. What? You...
3: Um, so I brought sort of, a guess, a permutation on the whole hummus and pita which is some rice crackers Mm -hmm. and baba ganoush oh i was so close yeah so it's like the slightly Mm -hmm. you know second version of that and i also brought some kombucha
5: i don't know what that is is that that for humans to drink
3: yes it is it's a fermented tea it actually has such a kate thing
5: let me repeat my first question is that for humans to drink (laughs) yes when i hear fermented uh that sounds usually that's like do not my aunt went blind from something much like that. Although we it, made that at home, so it maybe it has a tiny
3: part. bit of alcohol in it.
5: Oh, oh, you're starting to you're starting to <laughs> break down my my defenses on this. Okay, that's the most I think kate Yes. If we can say in terms of your preconceived ideas about this, Jennifer, that's yes. the most Kate-ish thing that was that was brought. Um, Finny, Kate, what did you bring?
8: I brought um, homemade uh, cookies and chocolate milk in oh, a glass bottle.
5: That's and it's decorated very oh. nicely yes. with They're pecan ribbons. and chocolate chip. Wow. This
6: is another thing about my Kate preconceptions is yeah. that they're always very put together. They're always very stylish. They always do everything just right.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you guys say that's that's your I would experience? totally agree
6: with that. Yeah. Own it. Yeah, yeah. name Probably.
5: it. Yeah. <laughs> LA Kate, what are you did you make a snack for yourself? That seems kind of weird.
8: I had pretty I had a pretty elaborate
7: dinner. So um I am drinking my calories tonight and okay. I would have bought a bottle of red wine.
5: Okay. okay. <laughs> what kind specifically what kind of red wine?
7: Uh, A bottle from Trader Joe's that I picked up today that was on the end cap. Okay. So it's in the kitchen (laughs) right now, and I don't want to lose reception.
5: All right. Okay, good, good. Keep your priorities straight. Um, All right, and then um, Green Lake, Kate, Kate, what what did you bring?
4: So I brought my specialty, which is sweet and spicy bacon. And it's bacon, and then you sprinkle brown sugar and cayenne on the top. Mm -hmm.
5: Where where did you get this recipe from?
4: Um, A food blog.
5: And Mm -hmm. how do people, I mean, is it just? Can you just bring that to a party? Like, a, oh, yeah. I feel like bacon yeah. is something that's either crumbled over something or you have it with breakfast. Can you just have a plate of yes. of, of flavored bacon? Yeah.
4: Yes, mm-hmm. I second that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I also brought some caramelized matzah crunch for the multicultural. That's
5: good. Effect. That's good. Yes, mm-hmm. so that um, we have can for the people that don't eat the bacon, right? They mm-hmm. can have the matzah. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, so Jen, what does that do to your theory that we have a very very uh, sort of wide range of, of food and snackage that was brought.
6: I think, it's, I think it's great because none of them did something that I would consider un <laughs> Like none of them, like a, a Kate would never bring a bag of Doritos. Oh, for instance, really? Never. They would never bring a can of paste picante sauce. They would, you know, Kate's just wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they each brought something that represented their personalities and were just so. And I'm, I'm thrilled. It's exactly what I would expect from a Kate
5: Okay, okay. So, so, so far, your theory of Kate, of Kateness, of kate Well,
6: what's happening is that they are, they're starting to distinguish themselves, but none of them are breaking free of Kate, you know? <laughs> Maybe with, they're pacing
5: the, themselves like a marathon.
6: Well, well, that's where the next step is, which is they were each sent a questionnaire
5: okay. about
6: themselves, Okay. and they've brought them, and they're filled out, and Kate in L.A. has hers, and uh, Luke, should I just start kind of going through it? Yeah,
5: please. I, I'm, okay. I'm fascinated. Well, I mean, and also th- then I can sort of work through the snacks. Yes, with less interruption for the talking, the hosting part. So
6: the first question is, what is your karaoke song? And I think that this time around we'll start with Greenlight Cake.
4: Okay, so let me preface this by I have to be very te and e to even consider doing karaoke, but okay. when I do my son- are you
5: from like Philadelphia? I Jersey? am. Yeah. Whoa. That, that very. You know,
4: that's That's actually uncanny because most people say you don't have an accent. I'm surprised you're from South Jersey. People say you don't have an accent. Yeah. Maybe they're just lying. Hmm.
5: Yeah. You have an accent. Like, my most most sort of vivid memory of my grandmother's, oh, yeah, he's going down to the shore. (laughs) Or my cousin, Cal, who, she's a lawyer.
4: And that's me. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. 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 So, what's your song? Sorry, so, back my song to is music. Faith by George Michael. Oh, that's And that good actually one. is even good, really good for a Kate because you can say, I want to be Kate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else choose Faith by
6: George Michael? No. no. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Kate in LA?
7: Um, my karaoke song, this is my chamber karaoke song. Sure. It's the song I most like to sing, um, is Suddenly Seymour from. Um, <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah, from Little Shop of Horrors. I kind of love that. That's actually been a TV tale favorite before. Excellent. Okay. What about Kate in
5: Nothing? This uh, is amazing, by the way. I know. <laughs>
6: Thank you.
8: Kate uh, and Finney. Anything by Journey, although I've never done karaoke before. Um, but Don't Stop Believin' would probably be the song. That Why do.
6: have you never done karaoke?
8: You know, I'm just usually when I'm at a karaoke place. We used to go to Aussies all the time. I worked in Lower Queen Anne, and we'd go to Aussies, which is a great place for karaoke, but. I just enjoyed watching all my friends embarrass themselves, and I didn't feel the need to, to do it myself. You're now,
5: now you guys can't can't see uh, the the Finny Kate, but you are a very very put together <laughs> right. lady. And does it interrupt the? Does it somehow besmirch the put together image I to get up I there and be? be really like, I don't stop drunk. believing.
6: Yeah, I don't okay. have great pitch. I think we're getting to something <laughs> here. Yeah, I would are, have to be really drunk. Do any of the Kates regularly karaoke? No,
8: no <gasps> definitely not. Mm, interesting.
6: I do, but I have a musical theater
7: group of friends that go with me, and we all embarrass ourselves together. So, Oh,
5: so there is one Kate. So Ellie one Kate,
6: Kate does karaoke regularly, but it's under peer pressure from what her. What about Wallingford Kate?
3: I've never done karaoke, but I think if I did... <laughs> I would do. I want to dance with somebody if I went in
5: Houston. Okay, okay. Make sure you scoot in a little oh, closer but, to the sorry. mic. but
3: what
6: I'm, what I'm going with here is what I think we've just found out is that karaoke is generally not a Kate thing to yeah, do. Yeah,
5: three out of four yeah. Kates.
6: And the other Kate really just does it because her friends do it. Kate in L. A. True. Yeah.
4: I actually love watching karaoke though. So uh-huh. maybe okay. that's a Kate
5: thing. Do you the other Kates? Do you guys enjoy oh, watching characters? Yeah, yeah that,
4: that would be fun. Yeah.
5: Okay. 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 Good. We're really learning something here, Jen. <laughs> I'm not even kidding.
6: Let's move on to what literary character do you most identify with? And this time we'll start with Kate in Wallingford. Jane Eyre.
7: <laughs> okay.
6: Interesting. And <laughs> yeah. Nanny falls in love with the guy. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kate in uh, L.A.? Um, Franny from Fr- J.D. Salinger's Franny and Zoe. Hmm. Okay. Kate in uh, Green Lake.
4: So, I have to say that this is, I'm slightly less male than he is, but, um, the main character mm-hmm. of High Fidelity by Nick Corby. Oh, okay. wow. mm-hmm. I
5: was hoping someone would pick a dude character yeah. just mm-hmm. to keep it interesting. I was thinking maybe something from Tom Clancy but I don't A know my Kate Ryan I don't know my Kate's the way you do obviously
8: Kate and Finney um I picked Anna of Green Gables and I've actually oh, never read that oh, book but just the PBS sure. series I love Anna so. Shirley with
6: an E. puffed <laughs> sleeves Gilbert <laughs> fly you should read the books oh I yeah, love yeah.
5: it yeah. I love it well, can okay
7: you
6: hear it it's perfect you got your all your booze and pals I love it
5: Okay, so what okay. does that teach you about Kates, Jennifer? They tend to like sort of, with the exception of... Um, that
6: was kind of all over the place. Gr- Green,
5: well, Green Lake Kate was the only... Well, I guess Zoe or Franny is a little bit of a...
6: That's pretty departure. modern. Well, we have early 1900s. We have uh, 1800s. We have... And then very modern day and then the 60s. So that was kind of all over we the place. We are learning
5: that Kates are... Four out of four Kates are literate.
6: Yes. <laughs> yes.
5: Except maybe Kate and Finney. Right. Who hasn't actually read the book. Yes. <laughs> so the jury's still out.
6: Okay, let's uh, let's move on to what is your favorite daydream, your fantasy life? And I'm going to start with Kate and Finney this time.
8: Oh, I have this um, a fantasy where, so I live in the, the Finney-Greenwood area. I have this fantasy where I own a boutique in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little cute shop that I walk to. And I have a bowl out for the dogs to drink the water. And I know all the, the people's names that come in, They're regulars. And I mostly, I don't know what I sell there. Maybe letterpress cards. I'm not really sure. I haven't gotten to that part. And that, really, that part's There's really not important There's a good buck in that, I've heard, me. by the way. Yeah.
6: Oh, that, <laughs> right. that is such <laughs> One a daydream. Bug, I could, yeah,
8: I'm
6: exactly. surprised you yeah. don't have that boutique. I mean, that's how Kate of a daydream, I think that is. Right. Yeah. Okay. Kate and Wallingford.
3: Okay. Mine's maybe a little more simplistic and... That is the whole daydream of having this great lunch and then, like, napping in the sun. And it's all nice and warm out. And maybe an added bonus is that Dr. Drew Pinsky is there with
5: me. Ooh, <laughs> Despite, I <like> that. <laughs> Have you not heard our, in, our, our conversations about celebrity rehab? I know. Doesn't that take him down just a little? It
6: does. It, But he's still smart and kind of hot. He still looks really cute in a t-shirt. Yes.
5: But he's only getting to third base now with you (laughs) because of that. Let's keep
6: this G-rated.
5: That's right. Kate in
7: L.A. Um, That somehow my husband and I become like academics and we're living on some leafy, gorgeous college campus in this old rambling house. And we're walking distance from the college and we get summers off and we go travel to Europe and have this very kind of academic cosmopolitan
5: life. You basically become Joan Didion and her husband? Yes.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Not that they <laughs> that were academics, sounds, that but that great. kind of like life Plus, of the mind.
4: Yeah. Plus, A yeah. strange
5: academic
4: career card, yeah. Okay. Kate and like. So mine is actually a little bit different. I, my daydream was that everything in my chamber really could happen and that it would be okay and that everyone else liked to do it too. <laughs> and I got paid for it. And there were puppies
5: involved. What's <laughs> yeah. in your chamber? Well, Can that's give us... jumping ahead.
6: To the... Oh, okay. Yeah.
5: That's actually on the list. All right. Yeah. All right.
6: Okay. Well, that's very interesting. I actually think none of those are outside of what I would think of a Kate doing. And they're all kind of in the same vein.
5: Like no one said roller derby. Right. Oh, no I, one said I have
6: a
8: friend that says roller derby, though.
5: To be starring in, um, you know, like a, a Vegas show or to be, you know, no. a skydiver or something.
6: No. Okay. Uh, next question is: What is the best T B T L segment of all time?
5: Besides yeah. this one.
6: <laughs> and this time, I'll start with Kate in LA. Um, it used to be Molly and her mama. <laughs>
7: uh, I'm a time bandit, and the other day, the um, this weekend or this day in TVTL TL history was actually something I remembered hearing. So it commemorated my one year anniversary of listening to the show, and I got super excited.
6: So you're saying so this that day that in TVTL history is your favorite?
3: I'm saying this day in TV Tell history is not okay. my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
6: Kate in Wallingford?
3: Um, well, I have one video favorite because I don't think you guys actually did it on the air. But my all-time is the Thunderdome battle. like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. That had me laughing for quite a long time. But on air, it was Jen's rendition of Bluebeard's Castle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That was amazing.
5: That was hard to forget, even though I tried for many days.
3: <laughs> Kate in Finney?
8: Um, that would be the Mr. T with Mike Essel. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That one was just touching, and then the TBTL players were really on their game and then off their game and then on yeah. it again, which yeah. was great. So, yeah, that, <laughs> one
6: <was wonderful. laughs> that one was wonderful.
8: I'll
5: pass that along to them. <laughs> Thank
8: you. They always, they
5: always like to hear the sort of listener feedback.
4: <laughs> and Kate and Greenlake. So I think I had a tie, but if I had to pick one, it would be Prezine. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm really into cooking and just the canned mackerel. It sounded so disgusting, but then you were eating it, and I'm like, I need to make this. So,
6: so those are all over the place. So there's not a specific kind of Kate strain of TBTL. Right. Right. Okay, that's we're, good to know. This
5: show is many things to many Kates, mm-hmm. which is part of how we designed it in the in the uh, you know the sort of development process of the program. Another thing that's uh, it, we we planned on when we started the show was breaking for commercials, and so this would be mm. a perfect time to do that. Uh, but when we come back, Jen, what, are there any uh, are there any highlights from the survey that you want to um, sort of dangle in front of the listeners to get them to stick around?
6: Absolutely. Uh, what's coming up is what TBTL obsession are you more into, Joaquin, the Busey, or Kanye?
5: Okay, uh, we will uh, we'll find out more about the Cates uh, when TBTL continues in just a moment. Stay with us. Welcome back to TBTL here on News Talk 97.3, Cairo FM. Uh, We are chatting it up with um, four of our Kate-named listeners, listeners that are named Kate, and we're trying to find out if they're in fact the same person. Early indications are that they are not in fact the same person. We've got um, Kate from Wallingford, Kate from Finney, Kate from Green Lake, and then the outlier in more ways than one, Kate from Los Angeles, uh, all the way down there from uh, WeHo, West Hollywood. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break for the news, but when we come back, we'll uh, we'll continue on with our little um, survey to, uh, to to get to the bottom of this thorny thorny sociological issue. Stay with us. I'm beginning to regret having two Nintendo-based intro music segments. Maybe ones. One's enough for a nighttime radio program. But if you wondered what Gold Digger was going to sound like, compressed like a Nintendo video game, well, that mystery has been solved. Uh, we are uh, we're trying to solve another mystery here tonight, and that of um, w- uh, how similar people named Kate actually are. We've got a bunch of listeners that uh, happen to be named Kate, um, who uh, Jen has emailed with and who have been a part of different things that we've done on the show. And Jen was um, starting to kind of... Ble- like group them all together, lump them all together in her mind. And so we thought once and for all let's have the Kates on and that would be uh, Kate from Finney Ridge or Finney area Kate from Wallingford, Kate from Green Lake and then all the way down there in West Hollywood uh, Kate from Los Angeles who joins us by telephone. So we've been going through this um, this survey that uh, Jen gave them, they all filled out. And I think is it is it, what would you say Jen, uh, based on this and this by the way is probably for posterity, this is what People will refer to years from now when deciding whether or not to name their kid Kate. So not to put pressure on you, but the future of your name's popularity rides on the overall Kate picture that emerges here. Well,
6: and I think it's actually, I have to say, pretty amazing in terms of already I, they're completely different people to me. Like now I, I totally know them individually, yet none of them are. Radically different from what I thought they would be like. So I think there is a connective tissue between Kate's, but obviously think, though, they're completely into the, people.
5: Part of the thing that, like, the the reason that this research is maybe um, not as reliable as we would hope is that because there's a the connection is TBTL. So it's like a certain kind of person that will put up with this show. Let's let's call it what it is. That will tolerate this show, three hours a night, five nights a week. And that kind of person, they might be named Kate, they might be named Fernando, but they're probably going to have some certain some sort of similarities. Like there's t- fifty thousand Kates in, in Seattle who have never heard of this show and would never ever listen to it, and they're not maybe, you know, maybe they all maybe maybe they all want to be skydiving as their fantasy. I don't think so. Their favorite book is by RuPaul, <laughs> who I, I don't know for a fact has written a book, but I assume RuPaul has one. Autobiography under his or her belt, dance belt. Okay, so, um, let's, uh, by the way, are you still with us, Kate, in LA? Uh oh. Kate? Felton?
6: Maybe she's pouting. <laughs> she'll, she'll come on.
5: All right maybe she's uh maybe she made the dash for her red wine,
6: mm-hmm. maybe okay, <laughs>
5: yeah. should I just leave her line yeah. up and we'll hope that she gets yeah. back in, okay, all right, Jen, upward and onward with uh with this, this survey that you gave our okay,
6: Kates. next up is what is your favorite drink, not necessarily alcoholic what is what is your favorite drink, and uh we'll start with Kate and Vinny. I think it does have to be alcoholic to be my favorite
8: okay, <laughs> screw in there a little bit, okay, Kate I see some pretend nodding, like it's so. a bottle
5: of gin and yeah. get close to that microphone
8: <laughs> um so mine is Bailey's. Okay.
3: Sure. Oh, Bailey's Okay. All right, Kate in Wallingford. Mine is actually chocolate milk.
5: Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. One of the other Kates brought chocolate milk.
6: Now that would that would kind of mean that you drink chocolate milk regularly,
3: right? Well, I actually kind of have an allergy to dairy, so I can have it like once a
5: week. And you figured out that's the maximum because yes. you've tested this. Yes. You've backed it down. It was like seven days a week, and then you were still not feeling well, and yeah, you realized much. one is the sweet spot.
6: Does it still kind of make you sick, but it's worth it because you love it so much? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Interesting.
4: Okay, Kate, in Green Lake? So my favorite drink is actually wine, but I have to throw a wrench in the whole Kate thing and say I can't drink Bailey's at all. I had a bad experience once. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. What do you yeah.
6: mean a bad experience? Like you got sick?
4: Yeah, I well, I actually if you drank just got too drunk much and acted
6: inappropriate. That happens to everybody with Bailey's. No, no, it was sick, sick.
5: Oh. Yeah,
8: I did that with port, so maybe that's the common thing that we have. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> can't
6: sure. drink port anymore. Mm-hmm. Kate uh, in L.A., are you there? Okay,
5: I think we lost her. All right. mm-hmm. let's well we'll, we'll, we'll we'll grab her during the uh, the the next break or whatever.
6: Let's go to. Do you have a pet? If so, what kind? And what I'm is just going to answer
5: for Kate in L.A. Okay. I think her favorite drink is um, Ovaltine.
6: Except that she's drinking red wine
5: tonight. Doesn't mean it's her favorite drink. That's true. I mean, you can't have Ovaltine all the time.
6: <laughs>
5: Kate and Wallingford tried, <laughs> and with disastrous results. But see, it's kind of it's a sort of cousin of chocolate milk, so it would it would make sense. It would support your unified Kate unified Kate Field theory.
6: Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Do you have a pet? What kind and what is its name? Let's start with Kate and Greenlake.
4: I do not have a pet, but I really, really, and this is six reallys that I wrote out, I really <laughs> want a dog. So I'm a definitely a dog person. Do you know what you would name your dog? Ooh,
6: no. Okay. I don't. Kate and Finney? I don't, I don't have a pet. Oh.
8: I, I had um, Cocker Spaniels growing up as a kid, but I don't, I don't have a dog right now.
6: Okay. Okay. But you would have a dog bowl at your fantasy... Yes, yeah, and I actually
8: would have a dog that I would bring to work. The reason I don't have a dog right now is because I'm at the office like 10 hours a day, so...
6: But there is a dog in your fantasy. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Okay, Kate in Wallingford? I
3: actually do have a cat. And what's the name? Uh, Her name is Penny or Sweet Pea.
5: Depending on if she's in trouble or...
3: Yeah, pretty much.
5: Um, And and Kate in L.A. has a ferret.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kate Kate in L.A. is
5: starting to really break away
6: from the pack. There. You know,
5: don't, the problem, Jen, is that you have this preconceived idea of where the research is going to take us, and you need to just be open minded to the <laughs> fact that some some cates might have a ferret named Michelangelo,
6: okay, so pets are not a Kate connector
5: right That's well what we I think that they're practical though you yes. know what I mean Kate and Finney doesn't have a dog because she, she doesn't have time for it, not because she doesn't like dogs um Kate from Green Lake probably similar likes the idea of a dog, but maybe this isn't the right time in your life for it and cats are pretty low maintenance so it's like unlike the people that i used to live by who had like eight dogs and also apparently were traveling circus people because they were never home and the dogs were just barking and eating each other and crapping everywhere that's not a kate-like tendency no,
6: no. okay let's skip down here what TVTL obsession are you more into joaquin the busey or kanye and we'll start with kate in wallingford
3: um, definitely Kanye since, uh, the whole discussion around the mullet, bringing the mullet back. Right. Okay. Okay. Kate and Finney? Um, I love Busey. The Busey. Okay. Yeah. And maybe that
8: came out wrong. I mean, I love the obsession of Busey. Right. Yeah. Sure. I don't think anyone loves Bucy. Right. Yeah. We got it. I'm very entertained by him. Kate in
5: LA actually loves yeah. Bucy. You know, romantically. <laughs> <laughs> it's LA, you know, it's a crazy, crazy place.
6: Kate and Greenlake? Lake, Kanye, definitely. Okay, two mm-hmm. Kanyes and a Busey. Interesting. I would have thought that all of the kids would say Kanye,
5: but not Joaquin. Mm-mm. No, you didn't think. No, anyone because I don't would like think kids would
6: like that. Joaquin that,
8: makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. makes yep. me really yeah. sad. He either makes me sad or angry about it. Mm-hmm. Like more sad.
5: Whereas the Busey is a study in self control <laughs> and knowing what's going on. <laughs> Now, Jen, let me just ask you as we're sort of winding this down here,
6: mm-hmm.
5: how much of this is this whole idea behind the Kates, the fact that you are slightly obsessed uh, with our listeners who are named Kate and with this idea of how you think that they go through life, how much of it is because you just wanted to be named Kate? Like how much of this is just you projecting?
6: Well, first of all, I all
5: wanted, of it or ninety percent of it.
6: First of all, I wanted to
5: be named Genevieve. <laughs> you were pretty close. You could just mispronounce your name. I
6: tried like second through fourth grade and got spanked for lying. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I also my middle name was Leslie and I tried to say it was Leasel, like Sound of Music. There was a lot of lying. Wait, so you changed names. your
5: middle name also? Mm-hmm. You made your middle name your maiden name,
6: right? I but understand. I went with Genevieve Leasel for quite some time.
5: Oh, would your last name Strudel?
6: <laughs> but I do think that uh, I, I do think that I've always thought that Kate's had it all together. I definitely have always had a, a, a very an image of Kate that is better than Jen. Yeah. but my this current obsession is really more based on the fact that I realized I started thinking of them all as the big Kate.
5: What I think is interesting is that these Kates, and I presume Kate in l a ferret um, and Gary Busey stalking aside. I assume she is sort of in the in the group, are, are very uh, level-headed, uh, put-together, sort of like um, with-it folks, right? And yes. you are very much the same thing. Like, you are basically, you have become the Kate that you wanted to be, I think is what what's really happened.
6: Well, I work at it every day.
5: I I, I think that it's worked for you.
6: Mm-hmm. WWKD, yeah. you know, just every day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we do our final two questions. Yes. I'm going to do, uh, what is in your chamber? As our penultimate question, let's go with Kate in Green Lake since she already teased us with her fantasy.
4: Okay. So first I have DVR'd episodes of horrible reality shows. Mm. Like not the good ones like Top Chef or Project Runway. I'm going like Millionaire Matchmaker. and
5: oh, I can not even watch the promos oh, no. for that. Oh, no. The promos yeah. for that make me so like <laughs> viscerally angry oh, that I have bad. to leave the mm-hmm. room. Yeah.
4: Um, And then this is the really shameful one. I think it was Monday. You guys were talking about what you really are embarrassed. And this is um, Seventh Heaven, that show that was on the WB about the religious family Uh with the yeah, sure, Sure. Mm -hmm. Jessica Biel's downfall, exactly,
5: or upfall. Didn't that like although upfall doesn't really work as an idea? Wasn't that what made her famous?
6: Yeah. -hmm. Right, but remember that then she she posed for Maxim, so they kicked her off because it was well.
5: Maxim really was her downfall if you think about it in that way. Um, Okay.
4: Okay. Um, uh, A gigantic plate of French fries, and it's preferably poutine style, which includes cheese curds, which the other Kate knows a lot about cheese curds. Yeah. Um, And ketchup. I want both ketchup and gravy and cheese curds. All of that. Wow. and also, um my last one is a computer, so I can look through Facebook profiles and Flickr photos of people I don't know. Yes, I know that you look at people. Mine is used based to know.
5: on people that I have a- right. access to. Grind with. Mine Yours are is just
4: complete strangers. Yours
5: is voyeuristic. Mm-hmm. You would totally. be in the bushes outside someone's house yep. if there weren't the exactly. various laws in place. Right.
4: I'm really happy that Facebook and Flickr exist so that I can look at complete strangers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yep.
5: There's a lot going on in that chamber.
4: Oh yeah. Okay.
3: Um I'm just processing that mm-hmm. Kate Sorry. and Kate and Wallingford. Um, well, I I definitely have to corroborate on the whole um, bad reality TV. Uh, I really enjoy the show The Girls Next Door.
5: Oh my god, wow. it's terrible! <laughs> I didn't think there was anybody over 18 or who had an IQ over like s- whatever the standard in Texas for not being executed is. Uh huh. I didn't think anyone as smart as you. Or who was over eighteen would actually watch that. It's show.
3: especially shameful because I went to an all-women's college. <laughs> you already lived it.
5: You're just, yeah. re, you're just, re, you're now. You're just comp- You're overcorrecting. You know what I mean?
3: I am. I'm compensating. Yeah,
5: you're making up for that. Okay. Um,
3: okay. The girls next you door. You have to spell wow.
5: women with a Y for the rest of your life just to make <laughs> I up know. for watching that show.
6: Okay, Kate and Vinny.
8: So I have a few things. So the Twilight series of books by Stephanie Myers. I actually read all four of them. Oh, so did I. And then I went, did you see the movie? I sure did. Twice? Did you see it Mm. twice? (laughs) No, I,
6: oh yes I did. I saw it twice. I saw it twice. And I
8: liked it. And I'm, I'm excited for the next one to come out, which I'm sure is going to come out in a couple of years. Um, Grey's Anatomy. I love Grey's Anatomy. That's a bad one. Um, but my chamber is actually, it's a tent. So Mm. when I go camping, I bring makeup with me and I go into the tent and I put makeup on and, um, not enough to really tell that I have makeup on. <laughs> and then it gets, it gets way worse <laughs> because I took a picture of myself when I was camping and then I posted it to my Flickr account and I tagged it Sans Makeup <gasps> when I'm totally wearing makeup.
4: <laughs> oh,
5: that's the best, that is the best chamber <laughs> item I have ever heard of.
4: Probably looked at your Flickr account. And until yeah. now, right? And until <laughs> now, she's Nobody so pretty knew. without makeup. Only one
8: person yeah. knew, and that tag is still up there. If you <gasps> search my account.
5: Did you have like? Did your did your fingers hover <laughs> over the keyboard as you were typing Son's makeup? Not at
8: all. I was very like I knew exactly what I was
6: doing. That is so that was, awesome.
5: That oh, is oh my scandalous. Gosh. I'm gonna write that into uh, a movie. Is that okay? <laughs> that no one's ever gonna see.
6: Um, wow, what that, I just realized is that the entire idea that Kates have things in their chamber is kind of rocking my world a little bit because that's so right. like to me, Kates don't have things in their chambers. Right. They don't have chambers right because they, cause they just Kate's. have it all right together. Yeah, so that's actually that was a great moment.
5: Wow. Um, wow,
6: I feel a little relief mm-hmm. It just kind of feels
8: like
5: yeah.
6: They're yeah. yeah
5: You're in a safe place. Just yeah. pretend I'm Gabrielle Byrne. <laughs> and this is an unwatchable HBO show. <laughs> All right, Jennifer. Okay. Final final question for the Kates. Oh, and by the way, Kate in LA has over 15 human bodies in her chamber. <laughs> Some of them without hands, but that's how they were when she found them.
6: <laughs> okay. Wow. Kate in LA, she's really she's the anomaly that proves the rule actually. Yep. You yep. need that for a stereotype. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. She's a, t- a statistical outlier.
6: Uh-huh. Okay, final question. Choose one word to describe yourself. Uh, we'll start on the end, Kate and Finney. Um, I chose
8: besotted because one, I love that word, but also I'm really I get obsessed with things, so I'm I'm really obsessed with TBTL right now. I'm obsessed with food. I'm Twitter. Twitter, yeah, I'm obsessed with Twitter, yeah, which Twitter really took off after you guys talked about it. So that was mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just get obsessed with things and mm-hmm. and to the detriment of everything else in my life. And besotted
6: so. is a way better word than obsessed. Yes. Yeah. I, I understand I,
8: that.
5: That, that yeah. makes me a little sad because I feel like you're going to uh, turn your your besottedness towards something else someday like tbtl we're just enjoying this is our season to be the object of your besotting
6: right yeah
5: but then you know enjoy it yeah we are we're yeah we're soaking it up we're soaking it up
6: (laughs) okay great besotted i love it let's go kate in wallingford mine is sincere Sincere. plain and simple Mm mm-hmm that's the Minnesota. That
5: that's the Minnesota origins.
6: Mm-hmm. Probably. That's yeah. more Minnesota than Kate, actually.
5: Yeah. Yeah. The, the Kate and the Minnesota are fighting, uh-huh. battling it out inside of uh, Wallingford Kate. Wait, yeah.
6: are you saying that Kate's aren't sincere? Well, I'm just saying that that's um, not as fancy schmancy as maybe besotted. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. It's, it's simpler. It's more in the Midwest values yes. of simple.
4: Okay. Kate in Green Lake. So along the same lines as besotted, mine is enthusiastic, because I tend to get very excited about things that I really like. Mm -hmm. So yeah, including like jumping up and down, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Mm -hmm. What do you What do you make of that, Jennifer? Besotted, um, sincere, and enthusiastic.
6: I didn't. I'm actually very surprised by besotted and enthusiastic, because I always think of Kate's as being very uh, controlled. And not ever getting too uh, too excited about anything, or you know, they're too right. cool for that kind of thing. Yeah. So well, I,
5: sometimes there's a new episode of Millionaire Matchmaker.
4: Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will so get I, very excited. How can
5: that. you not? And there's pictures to misrepresent on Flickr. I mean, there's so much to be excited about and besotted with.
6: I have to say that I actually this I am completely delighted with how this entire thing turned out because. The Kates all turned out to be just as awesome as I thought they were in my mm-hmm. in my fantasy where I'm kind of like in with the Kates. Like, you know, in Heathers how Winona Ryder's name isn't Heather, but she hangs with the Heathers. Like yeah. that's like I want to be with the Kates and yeah. they're all just like I thought they would be. And yet they're completely have all these great little streaks that are way more interesting than what I thought. Like they're way more interesting than what I thought they would be, but they're also just as cool as I thought they would be. So it kind of all worked out for me.
5: Well, that's good. Um, we have a, this is maybe the beginning of a series of these sorts of things because don't we have like a bunch of misties? We
6: have misties and we have heidi's and oddly we have rubies who are men. <laughs> we have what? three rubies. Can we
5: jump to the rubies who are men? Can we move <laughs> them up the list because that sounds like fun?
6: Maybe this summer we'll the next time we do one of these in in a series. Yes. we'll do rubies
5: okay. next. Well, Cates, thank you guys so much for coming in and uh, and for sharing your lives and your your chambers with us that was i mean dr phil doesn't have anything on the uh honesty that you guys brought to the show tonight um i'm also deeply disturbed by what i've heard <laughs> so it's been i think a good night for everyone all right we uh, and and sorry to, to kate in la um it's, email us what your one word would be and then we'll probably forget to read it on the air i'm sure she'll be
6: delighted with how you stood in because
5: i'm a luke and i don't know if you guys know but we tend to lie a lot
0: all right. Actually, that aired on April 15, 2009, hour two.
1: That's a good 24th. one. So, yeah. Treasure, why did you? Why does this resonate with you?
2: Um, well, I had it in my head for a long time as my episode I wanted to choose for LRB, but I couldn't remember what the name was. Like, I was like, it was a group of girls. They all had the same name. <laughs> it was like, Julie, and like, I could not remember. And then one day, I actually was talking to someone whose name is Kate, and I was like, oh, it's Kate, it's Kate. And so. <laughs> Like, honestly, it's an episode that stuck with me because it's just, I feel like it's quintessential, like, original TBTL. Like, especially Mm -hmm. for people who haven't gone back or are more recent converts. Like, it's just, I feel like it's a really good representative of what TBTL used to be. Like, it's funny, but it's kind of mundane. Like, you can putter to it really well. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, which I know is not maybe the most uh, thorough or thoughtful answer, but it's just funny. Jen and Luke are at their best. They play off of each other so well. The people they're interviewing are funny. It's just kind of a classic old episode.
0: Luke was so great with his filling in with the Kate from LA who dropped out.
2: Yes. That was my
1: favorite part.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That was
1: hilarious. He had some good one liners. Like you said, many things to many Kates. That was my favorite line that he said. Um, This also was just an episode that showed jen i mean this was an early on episode this was this shows her creating the tense community that wasn't yeah. exactly formed yet but it's definitely starting to form and i thought that this was a great way to bring everybody in yeah and i remember listening to it and really wishing my name was kate <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it was yeah. i time bandited it um because i came in later and i I wish I my name was Kate and I could go back in time and be invited into the studio and I would think about what I would bring and and the answers that I would say. Do right. you consider
0: yourself a Kate in spirit like Jen does?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I'm more whimsical and I'd probably call myself Katie. Well, you're a Christie, so Katie, I can yes. see that. I
2: yeah. can see that. But you do have like the, she talks about how, you know, she feels like Kate's really have it together. And yeah. I, don't I feel like Christy, but but you are like really into spreadsheets, which I admire. So <laughs> I, I think there's, there's, there's definitely, maybe you you're aspiring to be a Kate, but I feel like, maybe. but the Kate's themselves don't seem like they really have it all together. They just like to, they project that really well. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's I all it is to be a Kate.
1: Kate would just have that, like, um, a subscription to that fancy clothing that comes once a month with like a hundred dollar pair of jeans and drink fancy drinks in like in small glasses. Uh That's just not me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're more more (laughs) of a box wine type, right?
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I'm I'm like a wine coolers type girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I, um, I wrote down some of the questions that she asked and I want you guys to answer some of them. Okay. We'll just pretend we're all Kate tonight.
2: Sweet. That's exciting. Right. As someone who's named Treasure and I don't exactly run into people with the same name very often. This is very exciting right. to feel like I'm
1: a Kate. <laughs> so Treasure Treasure Kate, what would you <laughs> <laughs> what snack would you have brought in?
2: I think I would have brought in um this dish I used to bring around that time, I would have brought it to like all my work parties and it's cause it's really easy. You bring a bag of chips and five layer dip, which is uh, you put in a can of refried beans and then a jar of salsa and then um, an entire container of sour cream. And then you top it with a bag of shredded cheese and then a sprinkle of taco seasoning. It's just like five layers. You literally just open containers and use a spoon and everyone thinks it's amazing.
1: My mouth is watering a little bit. for that. Yeah. No, that it's delicious. Good.
2: I highly yeah. recommend it. But I think I would have brought okay. that. I feel like that's a drunk food that Luke yeah. would enjoy.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's a that's a good one. Okay, uh, Meredith, Kate.
0: Um, so I was taking notes and I wrote wine dot dot dot. So I definitely bring some wine and. <laughs> I wasn't sure what else, but it just came to me. So there's this thing that I make. It's just bacon wrapped pineapple, and I apologize for the bacon. That's ridiculous, but you know, you you <laughs> kind
2: of a, one of the cake One of the cakes brought approach. like spiced I know, bacon. It's appropriate it's fine. for just the bacon. Just bacon.
6: Thing. So
0: yeah, yeah. yeah you <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, you wrap the pineapple chunks in bacon. You dredge them in brown sugar and then bake them.
1: It is so good. Oh lord, I that sounds that. amazing. So, so good. I need that in my life, which is really funny because my go to is bacon wrap dates. Oh, yeah, that's good too. Yeah. So, so this is actually, I've been a vegetarian since I was 10. And then I tried, I don't even know why I would have tried, probably drunk, tried a bacon wrap date and I fell in love. And so now I eat only bacon. <laughs> so I bring these everywhere. Sometimes I'll put a little um, blue cheese or goat cheese or an almond inside of the date. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I would have brought. And then um, it has a balsamic reduction on the top.
0: Oh, that sounds great. Yes. Those all sounds so good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What is one thing that's in your chamber, Treasure Kate?
2: Um, I actually asked my husband this evening for advice. I'd explained to him what a chamber was. And then he was confused. Mm-hmm. He thought like I had to be in it and like doing something. I'm like, no, the <laughs> chamber exists on like its own plane of existence. I'm like <laughs> trying to explain it to him. Um And so what I finally came up with and he agreed, cause it's, it's kind of gross, so um trigger warning for anyone who might be pregnant because mm-hmm. this might make you bark. Uh, so both my kid girls um spit up like a lot after they were born and I got so tired of cleaning it up that I just stopped and I let the dog lick up the floor uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> gross oh like, my God. but yeah I'm like you know what? he's also a dog he would drink out the toilet if I let him mm-hmm. he'd eat his own poop if I let him so You're not
1: like forcing him to eat it he's doing that's right. recycling. Yeah, that yeah, was my that's, thought.
2: Say, that's how a dog pulls its weight around the house. Yeah. I think that's fine, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. But I it's mean, definitely the,
2: embarrassing and shameful.
1: Everybody with a baby or a toddler should have a dog. Like they should yeah. give those out at the hospital because yeah. they just throw the food on the ground and the dog licks it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. A chamber. I think it's pretty I, awful. I mean, I could see that that could be like a mom shame or something.
2: Yeah. Well, it is kind of puke. It it is. I mean, it's like (laughs) short-term puke, but it is. And like, I would let him do it in front of other people. Like when we had people over to meet the babies, like I just was so past caring at that point. I'm not going to judge you for that. I think that's fine.
1: Yeah. I say it doesn't even belong. I say loud and proud, put it on a a (laughs) blog. Okay. You, Meredith?
0: Um... It's not that interesting, but probably. So I really love marshmallows and I really Mm -hmm. love to just eat them plain as a snack. And I also love those horrible, disgusting candy pumpkins and try to, you might have it. No, I love those
2: candy. But there's no pumpkin spice anywhere. No, no, no. no, no okay. Those are so good. But I am they, on board with okay. those. Pumpkins. They only
0: appear, of course, during Halloween times. But I love them so much. Like I'm usually pretty good with self control, but I will eat those until I have a terrible stomach ache. Mm-hmm. So my chamber would contain a huge amount of marshmallows and a huge amount of candy pumpkins that will somehow magically not give me a stomach ache.
1: Well, I like it or be calorie free.
0: Right. Yes. yes.
1: Okay. What about your chamber? Christy cake, my chamber food, everyone. I see. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. That's the problem. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm proud about this stuff. People make fun of me for loving conversation hearts. I mean, I'm obsessed. I know the exact brand that I, that I want and they change the flavor and I've actually bought them on Amazon, but I don't, I'm okay with that. Um, a comfort food. That's kind of shameful. Um, that I eat is a, buttered pasta with ketchup. (laughs) Wow. Wow. This is straight latchkey kid cooking dinner for myself and my Mm -hmm. sister. And that was like the ingredients that I could use. And it was easy because I think we could use the stove, but not the oven or some weird rules. But you know, when you're nine, that's what you cook. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Let's see. Are, Are any of the other Kate questions jumping out at you?
0: What about the the dream fantasy life?
1: Oh yeah, one. those were they came up with such good ones. I know. Yeah.
0: Have you thought about that at all?
2: Um. Well, I think at this point in my life with an almost four year old and a one year old, like it pretty much revolves around like silence and <laughs> sleep and nobody touching me or needing anything from me. Um, so it's not very interesting. It's pretty much like a quiet mountain cabin. Like that's about, that's about as far as it goes right now. Like I'm sure in a few years I can like add some world travel, some other like, other fun things to it, like adopt some other dogs and like rescue them are all fun things. But right now it's literally just like sleep and silence and no one touching me.
1: I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um I always just have I think I saw I used to live in Kirkland, which is a like a water it's on it's on Lake Washington, so it's really pretty and fancy and rich and there's all these like very perfect couples that are always and I, I would see these couples that um, on Sunday mornings that would walk to the bagel shop and get coffee and they'd have the perfect dogs and Mm -hmm. the perfect ponytails that they hadn't showered, but it was okay. And they'd read the paper or talk to each other. And I always thought that that would be kind of cool.
2: There was, I will say there was a lot of that in, um, Holland, Michigan, where I went to college, um, of the gap families, it was like the early aughts. So it was like, these families would just get out of the car and they'd all be like Dutch and blonde and blue eyed and in khakis and like, look, yeah. Oh, it was like my roommate. I would just sit there and we would just make fake vomiting noises out our apartment window with them. Yeah. (laughs) They're all wearing
0: chinos and white shirts. Yes. Oh yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Yep. Now as just like treasure, Sunday mornings are, um, trying to be quiet so that the kid doesn't wake up. Mm -hmm. So you can just sleep a couple more minutes.
2: Yeah. (laughs) that sounds amazing yeah yeah
1: (laughs) a couple more minutes how about you meredith fantasy life
0: um mine would be pretty similar to what my life is right now i'm very happy with my life but i would have two humongous barns in my backyard i have a really big backyard and i have nothing and it's just grass so one barn is full of rescued cats and the other one is full of rescued dogs and I would just spend my whole day like building outdoor enclosures for the cats and playing with them and like putting up bird feeders so they can watch the birds and then watching like walking the dogs around the neighborhood. And somehow this would like support itself. I don't know how the yes. money part works, but that would be my whole dream life.
2: That sounds amazing.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah that does.
0: Like all well, the animals that have nowhere else to go. Like I would rescue them from death row and the, mm-hmm. you know, no one wants to adopt them because they're missing an eye, but I don't care. I'll take
2: them. And they'll do like a 2020 special about you. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I like this idea. I do too. <laughs> well, you need to either become a veterinarian or become best friends with one. Yeah. I
0: think it, I could make this happen in real life if I could just – find enough money to where i didn't ever have to work anymore and then right. could build two barns yeah
1: <laughs> that's my Why plan would you keep do you need to keep the dogs and the cats separate in the in your fantasy um i think so yeah
0: okay i don't want to stress out the cats
1: <laughs> i like that even in your fantasy life cats and dogs should not <laughs> <laughs> wait i have one question will you put stickers all over the dogs hell and the cats? yes
0: <laughs> yes See the LRB Facebook page yeah. for further information.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have anything else to say about the episodes?
2: Um, I'm trying to look over um my notes. I feel like I was really impressed with Jen's theory about like she was pretty close about like their age like, between 20 and 40. They lived in the city mm-hmm. like where they shopped. Like that was pretty hilarious. It was
1: kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It was impressive. And then I also wrote that My favorite line is Luke says, this bacon is amazing by the way. And his mouth is really full and you can hardly understand him. And it was just, (laughs) I don't know. It was just Luke. And it was funny. just the way he's like, this bacon's amazing by the way, like in the background while Jen is like trying to actually go through her show sheet and like leave it to Luke to like interrupt and talk about food.
5: Yeah. I
1: mean, Jen full on practice. I mean, produced this and figured it all, all the logistics of getting people down there and having them make snacks and, and, uh, a questionnaire and then probably knowing Jen, she was a little crushed when the phone dropped Mm -hmm. for Kate in LA. Yeah. But just, just went with it. And you know, Luke, he just got to stroll in five minutes before the Mm -hmm. show started Mm -hmm. and look cute as they say, as I say, and um, got to just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. I I really like this episode and I think a lot of, new people that listen to us and haven't heard the old ones will really enjoy it too. Yeah. I hope so.
0: You know, guys, I think we should finish up with the last question that she asked, which was okay. what is the last or what is the one word you can use to describe yourself? Oh, gosh. oh that's okay. good. Okay. Treasure. I think you should go first.
2: Um, I think I would, it's a proper noun. So I don't know if that's cheating. But I think I'd go with the word fraggle. <laughs> Uh, like it, the I, Muppet Fraggles? Yes, like the Fraggle okay. Muppets. Um, yeah. In college, because I had curly hair, and in college, because it was cute, and you could do this when you were like 19, I would wear my hair and like two like puff balls on the side of my head, like mm-hmm. kind of runs like kind of, yeah, exactly. And people said you look like red. So like, this is how cool I was, you guys. I would like run down our dorm hallway and like do the little Fraggle run, like with my head <laughs> running side <laughs> to side. And then <laughs> one of my friends, because I lived in like the nerd dorm, looked just like Speaker. um I love, and, wow. Like tall and redheaded, and he had a stutter, and so he, he he's like me me me, and it was just like again, how cool was I? Um, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of stuck with me a little bit, just fraggle
1: That nice. theme song gets stuck in my head, yes, all the time because does. mm-hmm. it doesn't really
2: end. Like you can kind of just right.
1: mm-hmm. keep it
2: going, and then it starts. So much like the right. Entertainment Tonight theme song that exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I would say mine is probably uh, quirky. Is that I a can word? see that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I would Why say you- nerdy, but I'm not nerdy in the way that people think nerdy. I just get. I get stuck on things like I am huge into Harry Potter. And so everyone kind of knows that or like you hating pumpkin spice. That's right. your thing. Right. Right. But yeah. you wouldn't say I'm nerdy because I hate pumpkin spice. Right. So I'd, I guess there needs to be a word for that. Like have, I mean, I have a podcast about a podcast that's nerdy, right. but right. it's not doctor who nerdy or I know math nerdy. Right.
0: What's wrong with that? So,
1: <laughs> no, I wish I did i I was hoping that having a book nerd and a math nerd i it would you guys would rub off on me tonight
0: <laughs> well, along that same vein, I think the word I would use is methodical for myself because well, probably because of my love of spreadsheets um that's kind of my whole life. I have, I have spreadsheets like to pay the bills and balance Mm -hmm, the checking mm -hmm. account. And I have one that has, it doesn't have my passwords. It has this key to my passwords Mm -hmm. that only my husband and I know so that if I die, he can still pay the bills.
2: Right. So if you guys die together, like someone else will be, right. they'll have no idea. They'll have no idea. Awesome. I like that plan.
1: See, I like spreadsheets, and spreadsheets are a passion to you. I I aspire to be as cool as you in spreadsheets.
0: (laughs) It's pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) My one last thing about that segment, to go back, was that Jen wanted her name to be Genevieve Liesel. Is that right? Yeah. (laughs) That was so amazing.
1: I like that she said... And I lied, and I got spanked for lying. For lying? Of course, yeah. (laughs) Oh, geez. And it was just like a throwaway line, too. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It was great. Much like Luke always, I mean, we all kind of know him now, but even in the earlier days, he would be like, oh, you mean like uh, having sex in a car when you're 16? Or right. you know, mm-hmm. having sex on prom night, <laughs> or something like that. Like, wait, what?
5: Huh? Right.
2: <laughs> it's fun to go back. I think when, as you learn more and more about them as the years go on, or you know what did happen, or right. how something didn't resolve or did, it's kind of fun to go back and hear like, oh, that's what they meant by this, or oh, they only knew this was coming. It's fun.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Do we have anything else on this clip? No, I'm good. I think so. Okay.
1: Shall we move on to housekeeping? Sure. Um, Housekeeping. The archive project is trudging along. Everyone join. Do your weeks. If you signed up, please actually complete them. And if you can't, let me know and we'll reassign them because my spreadsheet is looking a little terrible right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too OCD. And when I see weeks incomplete from 2012, it's driving me insane. So (laughs) help my sanity. Um, buy stickers because they're awesome. As both of the ladies know, we mm-hmm. all yes. have stuck them to things.
0: I just ordered my second batch
1: <laughs> because your pet hair ruined them. Yep.
0: <laughs> I got them today. Actually, they came today.
2: I tried nice. to find if I could put my 10 sticker like on the double stroller I have, cause it kind of goes with me everywhere, but I couldn't really get it to work out. So it's on my car.
1: Oh,
2: I know, but the stroller place. would have been amazing. So
1: yeah, like a little bumper yes. sticker on a stroller. I love it. <laughs> we need to find a way to shrink it down somehow.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Is that it? Yep. All right. Well, if you want to get involved with the show, you can visit our website at littleredbandwagon.com. You can join us on Facebook at our page, or if you must, the tens <laughs> the Stens page. Um, our intrepid host, Mike Frizzell, is at Drew McFriz on the Twitters. Christy is at Kissy Eyes, K-I-S-S-I-E-Y-E-S. Bobby is at RL Pape. Jeremy is at Dadstronaut, And I am Meredith underscore Mayhan. The show Twitter is LRB Podcast. Our email is littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. And if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, the number is 802-432-TBTL or 802-432-8285. I think that covers the bases. So, so why don't you take us out of here?
1: Okay. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Treasure and ladies night was a success. I would say
2: it was almost raining men.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, this is the next party.
2: Okay. Hey, Kate, it might, Uh, no, sorry. The Kate thing might, Meredith, it might actually be the 15th. I have it as the 15th of April. Oh, really? Yeah. It doesn't, I don't think it really matters, but we should. We can fix it in post, right? Is that what they always say? Nailed it.